WKOYT. This is ABQ Connect. Our Friday financial update. So uh, look forward to this each week. Uh, time spent with Brian Cochran from John Moore Associates, johnmoore.com. And as always, drawing you to that uh, insights tab where you find all kinds of great information, uh, including uh, at from time to time uh, the, the topic we're covering today. Uh, but uh, today, Brian, uh, with uh, uh, things happening in Iowa and New Hampshire, and we, we look forward to November uh, politics is uh, is on tap for uh, our discussion today. Right, it feels like it's it's go time now. We're getting real that people are actually voting for things now. So I feel like we're never out of election season these days, but um, we're really in the thick of it now. And what we see a lot is this time of the election cycle when you have a presidential election around the corner. We start to see uh, people's politics make their way into their financial decision making, particularly their feelings on how much risk they want to take on their investments, whether or not they want to be in the stock market. And they start to, again, connect their financial decisions to their political feelings, emotions, and opinions. And that's something we really try to warn against because uh, we've seen that go wrong several times in the last you know few election cycles. Yeah, you know, and, and we'll see how much I've been paying attention since, you know, in the time we've been uh, doing this uh, together, the Friday financial updates, uh, as far, you know, not, and everyone's different, but as far as I'm concerned, I mean, really most of what I'm doing now is, is a 403B or akin to a 401k for those not familiar. Uh, and, and, you know, my still, even at my age, I'm in my fifties, uh, and anticipate working for, you know, God willing another 10 or 15 years, uh, uh, looking back at, at the stock market, you know, uh, and in general, the history of the stock market and a length of time like that, uh, always, you know, has, has shown increase. Uh, so, um, it, it's, I, I guess, Brian, uh, would it be, you know, looking at the, the long haul as opposed to, uh, a, a kind of looking, uh, in a, at a minimal space in time. Yeah. That's always a, a principle in investing is, the longer your duration, the more odds you have of being successful as a stock investor in particular. But um, there are periods of volatility, and that's one of the first principles I would suggest is if you go into this year knowing it's an election year and that that can breed some short-term uncertainty in markets, just know that it will be volatile and that that's not something you can control and that often trying to time the ins and outs of your investments around that volatility is unsuccessful. It actually could actually, you know, harm your returns rather than enhance your returns. So that'd be the first thing I'd say is going into an election year, expect the market to be volatile and just, um, you know, uh, prepare yourself for that, you know, mentally, emotionally. And then secondly, I'd highlight that the markets are pretty politically agnostic. You know, you can find uh, really good returns in the markets through, you know, uh, Republicans and Democrats. And often we've had better than expected returns. Maybe you have a candidate that's not the most pro-business, but you can still have positive market outcomes. So um, so that's a really key thing too. So expect the markets to be volatile. The market doesn't have a political bias. What we often find though is that right after an election, the market will try to sort out the winners and losers um, in terms of different sectors that might benefit by that administration. But often those initial bets are wrong. Um, I'll use an example, Steve, when uh, Biden was elected just a few years ago, um, a lot of people thought, well, this will be a big boost for green energy. Uh, Here we are three years later, 
And uh, there's a, a fund we follow that invests in um, companies around solar technology. That fund is actually down 40%. While energy stocks, there's another fund we follow that it's a bundle of energy companies, is up about 170%. So those initial bets and assumptions you might make based on the, the biases or the preferences of that politician or the platform don't always play out. So the the ener- the second one you mentioned the energy company mm-hmm. uh it, now is that c- center around uh oil and gas? Exactly. So it's primarily oil and gas producers. So so again if you would have said 3 years ago well Biden just got elected we should definitely lean towards energy stocks, oil and gas stocks. Uh, and again he was campaigning on a platform of you know uh, reducing carbon emissions and killing the oil industry and there's some things he said that I think he'd like to back up or backtrack on now maybe that we're pretty aggressive towards, you know, punishing the energy industry. And here we are, and it's again, well, well above double. It's a uh, value during the election three years ago. And, uh, and again, those solar stocks are down. So, so your initial assumptions may not come true. And we often see surprises. We saw the same thing with Trump when he was elected, um, energy and financial stocks both went up initially thinking that would be the sector you'd want to be in. And it turned out that the technology companies really led the way during his tenure. So, you know, again, there's other factors at play beyond politics that have more sway on whether a company's value might increase or decrease. I'm not saying politics don't matter at all, but trying to predict a politician's decisions and the other factors that come into play is very difficult. Yeah. I mean, as I'm, I'm trying to think of an illustration, uh, uh, for our listeners, uh, and you know, many, this may not apply, uh, to many, if any, uh, but you know, you, you talk about, uh, playing, you know, uh, I think of, of gambling, you know, it's, it's you know, some, right. really sometimes the best bet is not to <laughs> right. just stay the course and do what you're doing. Uh, and, and don't think you've got the system figured out. Well, and Steve, you and I talk a lot of sports offline, you know, you're a big football fan as am I, and, and I follow several sports. And it is like betting. It's like sports betting where you have an emotional attachment to a team, but there's a lot of other factors at play, whether that team wins or loses. And um, in the end, you know, that your personal emotions should be removed if you're going to make bets on a sports team, for example. And I'm not a big proponent for sports gambling. I avoid that completely. But but that's kind of the same mentality, right? It's not uh, your personal preference does not really have any influence on the outcome, but it does have a lot of influence on how you think and the potential biases that you have that you bring to your investment decisions. And that's part of why financial advisors like myself exist is to help remove those emotional biases and provide an objective third party. Now, I have my own personal politics, but we've developed investment processes that uh, don't depend on that, right? That That my personal politics aren't inserted into the investment decision-making that we do for, for the clients and the families that we serve. So that's, what's really key. And I would note not all advisors are great about that. I met an advisor several years ago who wasn't happy about the candidate that he expected to win an upcoming election and put his clients investments largely in cash. And that was not in their best interest, but he was, you know, exercising his politics in, in the portfolios of his clients. So we really avoid that. Any good advisor would also avoid that. Uh, and again, it's not that politics don't matter at all. It's just, it shouldn't be the driving factor in your decision-making. Okay. And and then, you know, since we're on the topic of politics and we look at the recent history, uh, you know, this uh, last presidential election was, uh, it was volatile. You know, you talk about the market being volatile. It was volatile. Mm-hmm. 
and we've seen uh, things uh, seemingly get even more polar in the last four years. Uh, and uh, does the volatility of that those relationships uh, in politics uh, does it does it mirror itself or show its effects uh, in the volatility in in a given election year? Yeah, and there's some investors uh, that are very institutional, short-term investors that are very risk management focused. So if they think there's something potentially um, risky to the market, something something crazy could happen, they might sit out up here. They might sell investments or trade differently. So sometimes those short-term investors can can reflect that sort of uh, cultural or political uncertainty into their their markets. But again, those are short-term investors. Those are people that are trading throughout the day. They might start and end every day in cash and just trade in between versus people like you and I. You often reference your retirement plan as a good example where you're not actively trading that and that's not money you're going to need for 10 plus years. We shouldn't be exercising that kind of short-term mindset there. Uh, and it's worth mentioning a lot of those people that are doing that short-term trading are unsuccessful. You know, they're not getting returns that are beneficial and they have different goals than you or I, uh, but they do have an influence on the price and market. So people see those changes, they hear about the short-term trading and they wonder with all these changes and some people are trading short-term, should I also change my mindset? But for the average American saving for long-term goals, that's not a successful approach. All right. Well, some great insight as we head into this political season. Uh, if you just tuned in, we're visiting with Brian Cochran from John Moore Associates, our Friday financial update. And Brian, as I mentioned at the the top of the segment, uh, we draw attention towards johnmoore.com and the insights tab, a free resource uh, to the listeners uh, where they can find various topics. Is there anything uh, there currently you, you really want to highlight and make sure our listeners are finding? Yeah, there's two things I'd highlight quickly. We have a video. We do a weekly two to three minute market update video. Uh, and there's one there that has more stats and details around this topic of of politics and investing. Uh, very helpful information there. And then we also have a blog post about the value a financial advisor can bring into your decision making. So how do you consider whether or not you're someone who should um, hire a financial advisor? Very good. Well, uh, as we head into the weekend, uh, uh, you, you mentioned our sports talk, uh, looking for the Lobos to Press on. Uh, is is it Wyoming this weekend? I'm not sure. I think I'm not sure who they've got coming up, but I just hope they keep with those wins, man. They've been yeah very uh, impressive playing some very tough ranked opponents. So go Lobos. Yeah, I would love to see. Uh, oh, I know Air Force is coming up soon too. That may be the one. Uh, but uh, regardless, uh, I hope to see them ranked and hope to see folks uh, go to that johnmore.com and uh, don't miss that insights tab some great information on the topic we covered today on politics brian have a great weekend and we'll look forward to next friday thank you sir all right stay with us uh uh, every weekday afternoon at one o'clock for more uh, connecting in the community on abq connect have a great weekend and uh, come back with us monday one o'clock abq connect abq connect is a production of klyt The views expressed on ABQ Connect do not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of KLYT.